the Film Room Podcast. Today is Wednesday, Weird. February 12th, and you guys are tuned in to episode 22. No bits here, but since we're no so close bits. to Valentine's Isn't Day. Isn't there a uh, Taylor Swift song? Yes. A t- 22 song? It's a good thing. I don't, yeah. What is it? I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. Yeah, I'm feeling, I'm 22. feeling 22. See, Josh is our biggest uh, T-Swift fan. Uh, not really. Have you seen her documentary on Netflix? No, I don't care yeah. for her very much. My wife wouldn't watch it with me because she wants to watch it with her friend. I'm you, like, come on. You watched watch it by it. yourself? She can watch it twice. Yeah, I'm sure she will. Uh, no, I haven't watched it yet, but maybe you, I'll get around to it. Probably you're a big not. T- Taylor Swift fan? Um... I respect I respect Taylor Swift. Yeah. Kind of, kind of like like Justin Bieber and stuff. Sounds like a girl. I don't, I don't listen to him. I don't listen to her that much. But like I get why she's famous. Like yeah. I, it's it makes sense to me. It, I don't think she isn't deserving of what she has. It's just not for me. There's nothing wrong with that. Until she said we're never ever getting back together. I took that pretty hard. Yeah. The the Going one big breakup. I don't know. I just I felt like we were cool and then. Everything changed. It seemed real personal, right? She seemed like a sweet gal, and then she was like, fuck you. The only line that she has that I like sticks out in my head that like really upsets me is... Diana, um, look what you made me do? No. no I hate that line. No. I'm so stupid. Oh, uh, there is some... There's I can't think of it right now, but there's some really like cringy one she has. But um, in her new song, Lover, um, it's uh, one of the lines is, we can leave the Christmas lights up uh, till... January, and I was wow. like, "That's five days after Christmas." Everybody does that. It took me almost two months just to take my Christmas tree down. Mm-hmm. It's just New not Year's relatable. Is the big light show. Exactly, exactly. You got to at least keep, but you got to just you got to stay in the spirit through at least halfway through January, right? Well, you also got to think that Taylor Swift probably doesn't put up her own Christmas lights. What so a- what that means is to me, hey, I'm gonna tell the housekeeper to not come in after Christmas. Yeah. So you and I can kind of like chill out, be in our home without anybody else. That makes and they sense. can fuck. There Ooh. you go. And then the house heater comes back in January, and then that's the person who takes down the lights. That makes sense. But that's still just not a very long time to keep Christmas lights up. I, for one, just like to keep my, mine up. It's for the spirit, you know? Yeah, it's, it's a tough subject because I, I love Christmas lights. Yeah, I love but- you know, the less you use them, the more powerful they are. Kind of like what we That's talk true. about in art. You can, you know? you just, but you just when can't you, move it into February. Having Like, if you have your Christmas lights up now, it's like, what are you doing? You're, right. you're ruining the spirit. Right. Yeah. No, I'm totally with them. Yeah. Well, me and I, we have a mistletoe that's been on, like, over our door that's been there for, like, two years. So do you kiss every time you walk through the door? Every time. I don't really believe you, but I hope I, I hope you're telling the truth. I am. I hope so. Yeah. Hope we so. love to kiss. That's good. You're the man, I swear. I like Keep kiss. it up. I like kissing. Hashtag boyfriend material. Yeah. All right, so since we got that Taylor Swift stuff off our chest to uh, start the show, how are we doing, guys? Good week so far? How's Wednesday treating good you? Good and bad. The XFL. XFL, baby. That was pretty sick. Yeah. There go. was so much that happened this weekend that I, I kind of forgot about the XFL a little bit. There I was mean, a lot of stuff. To man, be honest, too many distractions out there. Can we just focus on the good shit? Yeah, the XFL. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I caught more of the XFL than I thought I would watch. But it it wasn't that bad. It just wasn't that good either. Like yeah. I, I think one of the funniest things I saw it was like ESPN promoing, and it was I don't even know what team he's on. But they were like, make sure you catch Cameron Artis Payne with the <laughs> Dallas Renegades or whoever he's with. I was like, man, we're pushing Cameron Artis Payne on people <laughs> to make sure they tune in for that. That's not exactly Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> he's been the uh, the handcuff. 
in Carolina for like five years. Yeah, he was in the he's NFL. He's never really done anything. They're right? basically just trying to fish for NFL names they know you know. Yep. Like, like they should be promoting like the kickers because oh, most yeah. of these kickers are just kind of aged out of the NFL at this point. But I think it got pretty overwhelmingly positive reviews, the XFL just in general. But I think that's a lot of people that are just hopeful and, yeah. and want football. And I think maybe it was also like, the last time the XFL was around, it was such a disaster that right. I mean, yeah, just having a, a successful football game and, and yeah. like the the bar was so low in my opinion. Oh, for sure. So I mean, is so, it successful? Yeah, for sure. So compared to the AAF, uh, which was last year, I think I mean it's better. I think the quality is better. I think the look is better. Um, the AAF basically didn't change anything. Like they just said, this is NFL downgraded Mm -hmm. where the xfl actually made some changes that i to be honest wouldn't be completely shocked if the nfl adapted some of the changes i honestly really like the kickoff the kickoff is awesome that's really cool it makes a lot of sense it's i'm sure it's a lot safer Mm -hmm. and i think it actually opens up the opportunity for a lot more explosive plays yeah i agree um, but, I mean, do you know do you know how the kickoff yeah. is, Lincoln? Yeah, yeah, I like it too, for sure. No, it's great. Having the people lined up basically face-to-face and then on on the touch of the ball, that's when they can start moving and everything. I don't know if the, if the receiving team is actually, like, following the ball or if they're just kind of waiting on the reaction of the kicking team to, to respond, but if you get past one wave, it's a lot harder for the dudes on the opposite side of the field to come and get you, so... Yeah. Big play potential. I don't know if the NFL NFL's pretty stubborn, I feel like. So I mean if oh, they yeah. I mean they did incorporate like the camera stuff, but I mean yeah. we're talking about like in game stuff, it's yeah. gonna be very tricky. But it, it's a pretty good system, in my opinion. If you add that with the fourth and fifteen mm-hmm. kind of idea for the kickoff. And the I like that. I think it was the Denver Broncos uh last off season they actually suggested that rule be impl- implemented in the nfl season the fourth and 15 instead of the onside kick i like it a lot more yeah if, i mean the onside kick unless you're i think we've made this joke plenty of times unless you're uh young ho ko bong joon who or whatever <laughs> uh, no that's the parasite director a who bong joon who or whatever bong joon ho they must be related huh? exactly yeah. gotta be Thanks. unless you're him you can make onside kicks all the time if you're him if you're not him it's like 98 percent fail rate or something like that it's crazy so if we have the fourth and 15 implemented it seems like an obvious option to have potential to keep the game close yeah That's i agree true. it does entirely change the game mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. it does suck knowing that chad kelly's not in the xfl he seems like he's the perfect xfl so player. what was the story there i didn't i I know that it I mean, happened. How is he blocked from going to the XFL? Well, don't they have rules on, like, if you broke laws or something like that? Oh, I don't like, know. Like, I think that's initially why Johnny Manziel was basically, right off the bat, they said, no, Johnny Manziel cannot join. But you can talk about swag and I'll do a little research. Well, Chad, well, he's the the best quarterback of all time. I mean, Chad Kelly is Best still... in Colts history, at, at least. Colts preseason history. At, I'll say, I'll say, I mean, franchise history. Yeah. Can't I'm think of nobody else Swag Kelly... Joe Montana, Curtis Painter, Curtis Painter, Brian Hoyer, Gary Peyton Collins, Manning, Johnny Unitas, Josh Freeman, Johnny. Manziel. We're forgetting, yeah, these guys. Don't jo- forget about Johnny Josh Football. Freeman. Played for the Colts for like the oh, back yeah. end of a season. That dude was solid, man. Didn't he Camp- throw off his knees like fifty yards and skyrocket up the draft? Do Josh Freeman? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. You're talking about the quarterback for the yeah. Bucks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that at all. I think so. 
Wait, he did, he did what? I think he, he threw it off his knees like through the field goal post or something like that. I think you're thinking of Jermarcus Russell. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe that is who Jermarcus is. Russell. Yeah. The LSU he quarterback. Could, he could throw it 80 yards on his knees. like, And that's why he was the first pick in the draft by the Raiders and one of the biggest <laughs> busts in NFL history. I, see, I kind of wish Jermarcus Russell would be in the that. XFL. Just try it. He might it's be probably really too late old. for him. Like I think he was drafted in like the mid two thousands. But literally, like Bust should be in the NFL or yes. in the XFL. Like Trent Richardson, how is he not there? Yeah, who's like, your XFL team? Uh, the Seattle Dragons. Oh. We got stomped by your DC Defenders. I'm sorry, man. It was a pretty close game. DC Defenders are good for the most part. I would say they probably look like the best team. My uh, I think they are. My St. Louis Battlehawks. Uh, e- even though they won, they did not look as sharp as. Uh, as the D.C. Defenders. Yeah, I mean, it's the first week of the yeah. XFL. And then the, the none New- of those teams look super sharp. The New York Guardians, I think they killed the uh, Tampa Bay Vipers. <laughs> the Tampa Bay Vipers, head coached by uh, Mark Tressman of uh, Bears Glory and uh, Canadian Football League Glory. He was, I, I remember when he was hired by the Bears, he was supposed to be like, the 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 different offensive mind. They literally hired a Canadian Football League head coach, and they sold they sold that on people. Like people bought into that, and he was he destroyed the offense of the Bears. Not that like Jay Cutler is a, a dominant quarterback or anything, but he would put up good yards here and there and have big games, and uh, completely destroyed him. And I'm pretty sure they put up like three points in uh, in their opening game. So just a great defense, I guess, yes. man. Yeah, I mean, maybe the defense of whoever they were playing was the really sun, good. The Sunday but games, the defenses did look pretty good. And yeah, then it was the Saturday games, the offenses all went off. So, if there's any one loser that I would say is coming out of the XFL this weekend, it's going to be uh, Pepper Johnson. I don't know if you know who Pepper <laughs> no, Johnson I, is. I, I, sounds kind of familiar. I know it for one reason and one reason only. Yeah. Go ahead. So Pepper Johnson uh, was the defensive coordinator for the LA Wildcats. Okay. Was. Was. Oh. They said that performance was inexcusable. Yeah, they fired him after fired. a game. <laughs> Tough loss. How can you do that? Like, you just implemented this entire coaching staff, and you hire the second or third most important coach on the staff? Yeah. That's and ridiculous. And then you get to fire him. So I yeah, mean, yikes. To circle back on the Swag Kelly thing. Um, the best quarterback of all time. The best quarterback of all time. There is a headline from January 25th, 2018. No kneeling and no criminals. XFL new rules draws cheers and jeers on Twitter. So it really, if you had a criminal background, they weren't going to let you be in this league, I guess. And uh, you couldn't kneel either. I guess that's why Kaepernick's not in there. Uh, yeah. So... That kind of sucks. Like I hate the idea of like no kneeling. That's so stupid. No, it's a little dangerous. I think I think both of them are pretty dumb. I mean, we live in a society that's supposed to be like a society of second chances. Obviously, there are levels, and if, I mean, maybe, are we now? Maybe. Well, if we if we are saying like no domestic violence yeah. issues or things like that, like yeah, that's fine. But I mean, if it's like oh, so there was this Cowboys whatever, player yeah. who decided to not play football because. Uh, they didn't want to let him smoke weed, and he kept getting suspended for weed. There's uh, been plenty of guys. No, like he like retired, like 25 year old guy. Was yeah. Like, Fuck this. I guess. And I don't know if that falls under criminal, but if you're trying to still have a career, because I think the XFL is okay with marijuana. I think they are too. I think that's where. So if this guy still like. wants to have a career, I would go there. Something, man. But they really, honestly, don't get paid very much. I mean, not very much, but I mean, for professional athletes, I think like. 
I think everybody is around like 50 to 75,000 and then they get win bonuses. Obviously more than enough to sustain life. Yeah. yeah. Actually the WNBA fixed their CBA and Did now they now? they're uh, Good for they that. actually are going to be paying their players a lot more, which is great. That needed to be done. Needed to be done. I agree. I I could have still could have named me five WNBA teams. Elena, oh. Or players, for that matter. Chicago Sky. I could have named you one. What about the San Antonio team? They're gone. They've been gone for years. Chicago Sky, Phoenix, Mercury, um, LA Sparks. New York. Um, I know there's a... Comets? Nope, they're gone too. Um, Uh, Seattle something. I I, I passed by their... There's a DC one. The Mystics? Did I say the Mystics? No, I didn't. I said the Mercury. The DC Mystics. Okay. They all sound very familiar. There's a Dallas one. Um, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know how many there are. The cowgirls. I I doubt it. (laughs) I doubt it. The Sparks, Mystics, Seattle Storm, Storm, New York Liberty. That was an obvious one. Liberty. The the Dallas team name is silly. I remember it was silly. The Dallas Wings. Indiana Fever, which might be sillier. Yeah, that's pretty. Didn't the San Antonio Silver Stars have one good season? Did they ever win a championship? Yeah, I think they did win a championship. I thought they won one, yeah. But they're they're done, right? Yeah, they're done. They're gone. Founded in nineteen. Bring them back, man. They retired. They retired uh, one number, number oh. twenty five. Yeah. The, the famous number twenty five in the Hey, you tell me, buddy. Is it really? I don't know. I only know like like the very first women's basketball players are really good. Cynthia Cooper and Cheryl Swoops. I remember it's when Cheryl Swoops sh- dunked. It was like legendary. Well, it's a real shame. A, it should be more. The, the chick from Baylor who's. She oh, crushes. Becky Hammond. They retired her jersey. Nice. Of Spurs glory now. Still don't know who that is. She's what's the, the, assistant what's the coach girl's on name the from Baylor? Oh, cool. Yeah. The girl's name from Baylor that dunks all the time? Brittany Griner. Griner. Yep. Yeah, yep. I don't know anything about basketball. I know a little here and there, but... I just know Griner because I watched this one video where she was skateboarding around campus. And I thought that was... That's real dangerous for your... I mean, that's not what you want on prize mm-hmm. the Center. best... I mean, she was the... I'm, pretty, I'm sure she was like the number one pick. Oh, yeah. I remember uh, when I was really young, my family took us on a vacation to Salt Lake City, Utah. Riveting, riveting vacation. And um, one of the highlights of the vacation, they're no longer a team. We went to a Utah Stars game. It was a WNBA game. And I just, the only thing I remember from the game was during a regular timeout, not during halftime or anything, they said, All right, kids, you know what time it is. Come on down to the court and dance. And l- literally, the entire court was filled with children dancing. <laughs> to some, I don't remember the music, obviously. But it was during like a 60-second timeout, and then the horn buzzed, and everybody scattered. It was... The, even as a kid, I was like, this is fucking weird. So you didn't go? No, I went. I was on, oh. I was on the court. Just was, dancing? Hey, man, I was on the same court as Carmelo and John Stockton so, and other Utah Stars players. What was your dance move? What was your dance I move was choice? like 10. Probably some YMCA stuff. We could probably yeah. find it, right? It's got probably, to be online, right? Probably U- Utah Star. I mean, we got to talk to my parents, figure out when we went to Utah. Oh. It, it would be a so process, but we can figure the... it out. We should just watch all of the dance ones. This was, if they filmed it, it was with like a camcorder. Do you know who you played against? You know they did. I don't. Because no, I could always narrow it down. No clue who they Maybe played. back then you could bring a camcorder into a stadium. I'm sure you could have. I went That wedding I went to that was on the Super Bowl, it was hilarious. Like There was very older relatives there, mm. and there was this guy who was 
probably in his 90s, but he was good for his 90s. Uh, putter, puttering around the whole place he was having a good time but he had everywhere he went for the whole weekend he had this old old camcorder that he literally would put vhs's in <laughs> and like he had backup vhs's on him i was like this is my favorite guy at this wedding like coming he fully prepared fuck no to like anything online yeah. no not interested <laughs> yep, i i, I not know i know how this works very very well yeah. and i'm gonna stick with it i respect I'm, that that's I'm probably how i'm gonna be when i'm old I mean, I probably won't want whatever weird shit there is. You also got to take into consideration, like, like this. Yeah, no, we haven't got into. It. I can't no. do TikTok. One of us is in TikTok. Uh, kind, uh, kind of. He's in TikTok. Kind of. Am. Is there a cool TikTok, or is there any like unfunny, like cool TikTok? You know I've seen. Oh yeah, I mean, my feed and my girlfriend's feed is very different. Like, she has a lot of makeup feed gotcha. or like fitness feed. Like, it, it, it's can. It's a pretty it's like, usable. It's like video yeah. Twitter where it's like you select yeah. the group you're following. Like my Twitter is very different than my wife's Twitter mm-hmm. or whatever. It's like she's following yeah, but whoever. My people. TikTok is bizarre to say the least. I mean, I've seen TikTok videos on my Twitter feed and they're very funny. Yeah. Like they're very good. I just know myself and I don't need to add like another level of things I can waste time on. Like, do people release music on TikTok? Like, uh, is it that kind of streaming you, service? You can. You know? I mean, but the thing is, I feel like you have a cap as far as like your videos, and I think it's a minute. Yeah, they, okay. I mean, but that's so like longer than like what Vine was, mm-hmm. and even like Snapchat's better than that. I mean, I know you can have long Snapchats, but I feel like it's a pretty good way to like do advertisement. It's like a small little thing. I, I saw something for the new James Bond movie. I think it was maybe a, it wasn't the Super Bowl, but it was a football game before it. They released a, instead of releasing a full two-minute trailer or, like, minute-long trailer, they released a 15-second one and said, look at the rest of it online. That's smart marketing. That's pretty good. I mean, they get, money get like you that. to the good part and, or get you one more, basically. Yeah. But, I mean, is you can definitely like advertise main, yourself um, with, like, teasers like that for sure. Is it set up kind of like Instagram where there's a, a home feed that has, like, a lot of people that you don't necessarily follow that might be something you're interested in? Yeah, something like that. It's like that? Yeah. It, it, it's. I wonder how organic it is, you know? I don't. I mean, I I enjoy it because I think it's right. it's weird and very funny. Uh, but like I said, I mean, my girlfriend and I use it for completely different reasons. Yeah, I mean, it's just a new thing, and it's like the it's blowing up faster than any other social media ever has. I hope they don't and sell it off like everyone else does. I'm sure they or will. Or destroy it like Vine got destroyed. I'm sure they Vine will. Vine got bought out and then yeah. just gone. But then again, Vine was just what six seconds. Something. Yeah, Vine was like seven seconds. I could get on Vine binges for a while. Yeah, me too. Like that shit would... Vine I mean, it's just best. too easy. So you can make like a bunch of different clips though. Like six or seven seconds and then over and Not over. back to back. Not Like <laughs> Snapchat, you can do 10 second clips back to back to back to back. So you can't even find yeah, Vine complete, videos anymore? You can find them on YouTube, like compilations. Yeah. But what's cool about Vine that like I really like... But I mean like yeah, ones yeah, that yeah, I uploaded. Yeah. No way to find those? Oh, probably not. Oh, that's too bad, man. Yeah, I had some pretty you good You had a Fire Vine account? It was pretty good. It was all right. We just stopped doing it. We should have kept doing it. We probably would have done really well. Yeah. It's a good start. I, I do like the six seconds because it, I mean, it genuinely forces you to be creative. Yeah. You got a very small window to yeah. get a crew. We got, we're putting an hour and a half out here. We can't. Yeah. Sheesh. Can you imagine a six second podcast? I think there's Hello a. Hello and welcome to the film room. Yeah. There, Today I think... is Tuesday. End of episode. I think there's a podcast uh, from two comedians. I'm not sure who it is. I'll, I'll, I'll try to figure this out. Uh, but they, I think they have a 10-minute podcast, and that's their cap. <laughs> so they just try to put in as much as I they can it. in 10 minutes, yeah. and then they're just done. That'd be right. hard to get a lot in. And it's smart. It's also a bit. Though, have, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
People have really short attention spans these it's days. Sad. I've seen uh, people trending more and more that direction with short songs and short sure, videos. Sure. I don't know. I, at the same time, I kind of feel like I kind of disagree because you can look at like a lot of people late go night. the drain. Yeah, like again. like if you look at the, I think it was Seth Meyers who was talking about how he, like the videos that get most traction on their YouTube is the ones that are like 15 minute long that are like this in depth thing about like politics or whatever. Right. And even though it's comedy, and I really don't think Seth Meyers is all that funny yeah. personally, but. Uh, yeah, the, you make the most money on longer videos on YouTube just because they can fit more ads mm -hmm. in there. So, yep. and you actually get paid more if people actually watch the entire ad. Go ad all the way through. The yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure if people are, ha are having shorter attention spans. I mean, they probably are. I don't know the studies on that, but I, I still feel guy, like man. people are it's very the family guy generation. Yeah, people are still like very much interested in like mm -hmm. long form stuff. I mean, if you look at oh, the, yeah. the most successful podcasts out there, being Joe Rogan's like three hours long. You also yeah. think about the rise in like things like yoga. People recognize these things that are making us move too quickly be too impatient yeah. and they're fighting against it with things like yoga and making you know peace of mind i used to think way. yoga was a devil that's what my parents told me they said if you like meditate and you leave your mind open demons go in there well i think that um leave yourself vulnerable that's what my parents so told as me. christians they probably so yoga probably did originate as a form of a religion right a part of some certain I think it's religion a part of hinduism Hindu. Buddhism, Hindu yeah. Yoga. Yeah, or like buddhism yeah okay i wasn't sure which one wouldn't be surprised yeah but so they probably think that that entails everything, which you don't have to entail uh, include. Uh, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, my parents course, are evangelical, yeah. so yeah, yeah. it's very different. So they could do it as Christians. It's just I remember like stretching and being silent. You can pray in a certain position. When I was uh, when I was playing like pee wee football, like we would have to like do things throughout the year, like raise money for like travel stuff, and uh, one of them was like selling magazine subscriptions, like the most 90s thing ever and um i remember i was talking to my uncle and there, we had a whole pamphlet of whatever magazine you wanted to subscribe to espn sports illustrated anything not playboy but like anything unfortunately all all, all good housekeeping stuff and he was like uh okay i'll do sports center and like this yoga magazine and i like ripped him for it. i was like <laughs> i can't believe you do yoga you weirdo and like <laughs> i've done yoga like four times and it is like the hardest fucking thing and, and like totally different perspective obviously from when i was 12 to when i'm 28 today but i mean yoga is pretty awesome I, it's something i'd like to get into more i've done i've done a few stuff of yoga i really like it so i have scoliosis and my back is always killing me so they i mean the, yeah. just the idea of stretching right it feels great mm -hmm. yeah. it's the best yeah i really like my yoga. brother does hot yoga like 100, 108 yes. degrees, shit like that. There's, I did that once. Never seems again. crazy. Yeah. He said he lost like ten pounds. Yeah, like sweat. when he did it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Mia and I did it at the the union here in San Antonio. Yeah. They do hot yoga, and yeah. she did hot Pilates, which that sounds way yeah. worse. It no. smells in there though. Oh, I bet. It smells bad. No doubt. No very question. humid. Very very humid. <laughs> and I remember doing it in like the summer and like getting out into a very humid Texas heat. Yeah. And being like, this feels great. Yeah. This is. I nice. like the sauna. I just don't like, I like it. the sauna. Along with Chilling. a bunch of other people I have doing issues. yoga. I have issues yes. with like breathing uh, or like the, like my brain. Like I have anxiety yeah. about like I don't have that oxygen. Thick air. Yeah. 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 Like no, so I, I, I like I, I've been to the hospital over my, that like the anxiety because I have anxiety attacks about like not being able to breathe right. Yeah. So no, yeah, I, I can't do that. saunas. It's, 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 it's definitely like you have, you have to control your breathing. And yeah, like, yeah. I hate it's, it. It's a very it, different. It, it I was wondering about this today. You know, like when there's a big temperature change, when it gets really cold or really hot and a lot of sickness usually arises from that or allergies and things mm -hmm. like that. And it's also, that's how bacteria forms. So bacteria forms when temperature changes. That's how, mm -hmm. like if you leave food out or something like that, then yep. um, mold starts growing or whatever. But I wonder if that's the same for people. Like when, um, let's say, 
Well, I don't know how to describe this actually. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, so I'm just talking about how um, when the bacteria grows during a temperature change, is that the same thing for people? Does bacteria actually grow on us when we... Um, no, I understand that. Like, I mean, when I went to Seattle, like, I was super underprepared and, like, didn't have warm enough clothes. And, yeah, like, like entering I, a whole new yeah, climate. No, yeah. it was, I mean, it was from 80 degrees and sunny in Texas to mid 30s up in Seattle. And I, I mean, I, I didn't get really sick, but I wasn't there that long. Uh, but I definitely came back with a little something. So, I mean, it makes sense. It's part of it. It's yeah, I have of... allergies even here. I mean, I like every morning, I feel like I sneeze 10, 20 times and then the rest yeah. of the day, I'm fine. And San Antonio fortunate. has the second worst allergies in the country. It. It's first Very Austin, fortunate. isn't it? Yep, Austin's number one, yeah. San Antonio number two. Zero allergies. You don't have any allergies? Very fortunate. Lucky yeah. you, man. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, I always had quite a bit of acne. And whenever I'd go to the mountains, I guess it was just much cleaner, clearer air. Oh, for sure. And my acne would disappear hmm. within like Sorry. a few days. Every time. Bizarre, right? man. So we so, probably all have a certain environment that actually, so I believe in something called um, epigenetics being predictive of a lot of things that have to do with your actual genetics. And it's what your ancestors did, like their diet, their lifestyle, and their yeah. climate would be included in that too, I imagine. Yeah, for sure. So no, if you definitely. can emulate that, that's like the, the best way to be healthy. And A good example of that is, I mean, obviously you, you make personal examples. Like me, I'm completely fine like eating like uh, cheese and like gluten and things like that. But that's because I was, I mean, I was raised in right outside Chicago where that's what we ate. We ate pasta and pizza and yep. bread and all that shit all the time. So it's never really bothered me. And my wife has, she can't eat dairy. She can't eat gluten. It doesn't, she, she just doesn't feel well. So she was raised in a household that her parents fed her appropriately and gave her vegetables and yeah. things like that. So she can handle stuff like that when I can't handle stuff like that. Right. So it's very bizarre. Just, I mean, it, it really is about environment. And part of what it is too, though, is that, um, so I, I stopped eating bad when I was about 19 and found out I was gluten intolerant mm -hmm. and I was tired all the time, but I also had mono. So oh, I found out I had Arnold mono and I was tired all the time and they told me I was gluten intolerant. So I actually uh, cut out sugar and bread or sugar and grain entirely for a whole year. And so once you do that, then you have to reintroduce those things. Mm -hmm. You can't just... And it, it can be like, you know, entirely different. The shock to the body, yeah. yeah. Definitely. I mean, yeah, it's you, a tolerance thing. Yeah, you, you strengthen your immunities to things like that. It might not necessarily be good for you to, to be immune to things like that. Yeah. Completely, but... I think that's kind of how I am. Like, I eat like garbage. Like, genuinely, I eat like garbage. And, like, that hasn't really affected me. Like The human body is yeah. an amazing thing. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, I grew up in a household where there was no soda or, like, any candies or whatever, and now I just I just don't like it. Yeah. Yeah, so, not, yeah there's was, a lot of people like that. I was raised with cool. soda, and I drink soda all the fucking time, yeah. and I can't kick it. Yeah, I mean, I, I went through a stint where I was just, like, heavy on the soda. Because, yeah. like, you know, getting into, like, 18, 19, or, you know, even somewhat younger. But, yeah, no, I, I just... Once I was able to cut it out cold turkey, I was able to do it. Yeah. It was very easy for me. And now you probably would get a stomachache, right? If you try to drink yeah. soda. Yeah. Yeah. I feel That's like what happened to me. Dr. Pepper is so thick to me, oh, which yeah. I, I love. Like, I that love was my go-to. So you know who legitimately probably never drinks soda? Who's that? Free agent quarterback Tom Brady. Oh, of course. <clears throat> Definitely doesn't. On that TB12 diet. So if, I don't, if you don't mind, let's veer into a little quarterback free agency talk. Heck yeah. Yeah? So... Obviously, we're trying to figure out where people are going to end up, who's going to end up where. And there's this year, it seems like there's as many reliable free agent quarterbacks as there's ever been. I mean, mm -hmm. there's the obvious one of Tom Brady where he, he's going to go. 
Um, Phil Rivers. Phil Rivers. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Yeah. Teddy Bridgewater. Jameis Winston. T- Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. Marcus Mariota. Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Kind of Andy Dalton. We we understand Andy Dalton. Maybe probably, Cam Newton. Yeah, maybe Cam Newton. So a ton of names that could go to a ton of different places. But the funny thing is with a lot of these Swag guys. Swag Kelly staying put. Josh, the Colts expert. Yes, no, he's staying put. That's good. You want to keep cool. him around. Yes. Do you trust? Would you take any of these guys at a comfortable enough salary for you over uh, Jacoby? Um, I mean, Drew Brees, I'll t- fuck yeah, I would. But do Easy. you think Drew Brees would kill your cap? No. They, no? they, have, the, they have the most cap in the league. Oh, okay. So, I mean, it sounds like y'all should take a run at them. I, I mean, if, how much do they so, so, if it's going to be any of these like top three guys, like, you know, Brady. Brady, Breeze, Breeze Rivers. Rivers. I'm gonna take him Breeze every single time. Like it's not even a like, e- especially today. Like easy. Yeah, for sure. Easy. I'm probably taking Tom Brady last, and, and, honestly. Yeah, me too. Group. And How in old my is now? see, uh, 40, he's like 41. he's up there. But my thing with uh, with the second level guys being that being Teddy Bridgewater, Taysom Hill, like they've well, Taysom Hill hasn't gone around too much, but Teddy Bridgewater has, and like he might just not be a franchise guy. Yeah. So is he really a notch above somebody like Jacoby Brissett? Yeah. Which I don't really know. And, and the the question is for like these three guys, it's whoever signs them, mm-hmm. it's a Band-Aid. Like yep. we're hoping to win a Super Bowl in the next two years or something like that. Like, like, like the Bears or something like that, just being done with Mitch Trubisky saying, we have good players on defense under contract for like a year or two more. We have a good offensive weapons. We're missing the quarterback. Mm-hmm. We need someone we can rely on. And they need Philip Rivers out there shot putting that ball, man. Yeah, man. My my main problem with like Phil Rivers, like or or you know comparing him to Brady is that they're just those guys are just not mobile anymore. Maybe no. Breeze yeah. isn't, but Breeze is far more accurate than the two of them are now, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, he's um, still better, but I think that this was the first year Drew Breeze regressed a little bit. Yeah, thought, right? yeah, definitely. I, he can he couldn't get that air under those long balls like yep. he used to. Mm-hmm. Out of that right. whole list, I that's might, the problem with all three of those guys. Yeah, it's the long ball. Yeah, out of the whole list, I might really want to take Taysom Hill just because of how good of a gadget guy he is. We really haven't seen <laughs> how well he's been doing as far you know as quarterback that, uh, goes. Mohamed Sanu completed more passes this season than, than Taysom, Taysom Hill. Hill. Really, yep. Mohamed yep. Sanu. Taysom Hill just like he's just a running he's a guy. He's, he's a, a running You guy. don't know what he is. I mean, I think I I just Mahomes don't. Sanu is a, more of a quarterback. I just don't think we know if he's a quarterback yet because he's mm-hmm. never had a full run. I think right. I think it's outrageous for people to be like it's Taysom Hill's the next like Lamar Jackson or something like that because he can run and throw. Like let's pump the brakes on that a little bit. Right. But I don't know what's gonna happen because the Saints aren't gonna pay him a ton of money. Like they'll pay him probably ten to twelve. 15 million at the most mm-hmm. when someone's going to go out there and say like we believe in him as a starting quarterback offer him 20 25 million dollars how can the saints legitimately match that but then are they happy with Teddy bridgewater Taysom hill yeah. was amazing in college before he had an injury and he might, he might be back bad, to be right? i can't remember what, i thought it was maybe a knee but i couldn't remember what i do like about Taysom hill and maybe it's he not even so much about Taysom hill but it's about the saints uh i guess their respect for Taysom hill and like what they want because they've said Taysom Hill could be our franchise quarterback. So I trust the Saints organization enough as a as an organization to say, if they're saying that this guy could be their future, yeah. may, I might yeah. I mean I, I mean, might have to agree with them. The Saints have been that I mean, it helps them with somebody like Drew Brees manning the the, the 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 ship that whole time, but they've been as reliable of a franchise as they've been. They've been mm-hmm. a good franchise for the last 
15, 20 years. So, I mean, if you say, yes, we believe Taysom Hill can be our guy, I mean, I guess you go for it. But, I mean, to be honest, Breeze and Brady, I don't see him leaving. Like, I know mm-hmm. there's there's hype about Brady maybe going to the Raiders, going to the Chargers, things like that. The Chargers, for me, makes the most sense for Brady and more more for the Chargers, if anything, because they need – they need to be drawing people to that stadium because they're moving into an 80,000-person stadium when they couldn't fill a 25,000-person stadium with their fans. I just don't know if you're really going to convince the Chargers fans to come over for Tom Brady, especially since you know they're both AFC AFC teams. Uh, and in the mid-2000s or you know around the 2010s, they were both their rivals. It's kind of a lot like Brady going to the Colts, like. Fuck it. Fuck that. Like, I would hate to see that happen. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see Tom Brady in a number 12 Colts jersey. It'd be bizarre. Yeah, I would hate that. It'd make me so mad. And I feel like a lot of Chargers fans feel the same way about Brady. Because like, they've, like, they've had those playoff battles. Exactly. Where, where, where Tom you, Brady has destroyed the Chargers and, time and time And you just grow again. up, you know, hating Brady. And then, like, I but I mean, the, I'm not, I, don't, I, I do hate Brady. But I still have respect for him. That doesn't mean I want to see him as a Colt. Fuck the, no. The difference with... The Colts comparison and the Chargers comparison is the Colts owner is like genuine about loving the Colts and yeah, being there for the true. Colts. The Chargers owner is about money and making as much money as he can. They said, we're not going to pay for a stadium in San Diego. We're going to move to L.A. where people are going to pay for it when nobody wanted them to move to San Diego. There was a petition to have them move back to San mm-hmm. Diego, and obviously that wasn't going to happen. And so they might. I mean, Tom Brady this season was in the top five of jersey sales. It's like, how does that happen? Tom Brady's been in the league for 20 years. Who is still buying a Tom Brady jersey at that rate? There's a lot of kids. At that rate, yeah. though, it's crazy to be, to continue to stay in the top five. Yeah, like who doesn't have a Brady jersey? That's at what this I'm point? saying. Yeah. Like, it, it, there's everybody has it who loves him. Like, yeah. at this point, none of us have a Tom Brady jersey. I don't think any of us are like. Now's the time. I'm ready. I'm yeah. ready to commit to this dude. I think he's real. He might like, be our guy. Yeah, it's it's just not realistic. Yeah. Um. I mean, Brady. What is what does he have in him? He's yeah. forty. He's gonna be forty three at you the start of the season. You can say that about all these guys. Though. Right. I, but I, I mean, all the old guys. At least. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But Brady should. I feel like the team that's going to get Brady, in my opinion, is going to be the Tennessee Titans. And it's because, like you said, it, it's these teams that think that they, they're right at the cuffs of getting yep. a championship. Ryan Tannehill's like, not putting them over the top. Let's right, be real Exactly. And I feel like like a team like the Tennessee Titans are going to go, you know what, Brady, if we put him in right now, we're winning the Super Bowl. And on top, I mean. I disagree with that thought process. Yeah. they. I mean, they could. Their defense is good enough, and especially with Derrick Henry. Well, their defense wasn't really that great. They definitely stepped it up in the playoffs. Yeah. But, like, throughout the season, they weren't that good. And if you have Tom Brady as your quarterback, I feel like that just brings the whole team to another level. Like, everybody just thinks, like, okay, this is different than when Ryan Tannehill's leading us. Like, we're immediately a contender. There is a level of respect that you have to, like, obviously give them. But, you know, being in a season where – uh, you know, as a Colts fan, watching somebody that you respect play at such a poor level, that being Adam Minnitary. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know if... Maybe it gave me a different perspective as far as, like, me seeing Brady on a different team. Yeah. You know, you're saying Brady can... Well, and I also have a, a whole story about Brady. One of my buddies genuinely wants Dak and Brady to get traded. I mean, you know, for stuff stuff around there, but he really wants Brady and the Cowboys. 
and I think it's a really That's dumb sweet. idea. <laughs> Why would you? I mean, it's I, dumb. I, I we're in agreement. Dak is today better than Tom Brady today. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. And hey, what he's if he's right though? It's like years. it's Tom Brady's face value that actually means the most. You know, like, it really. Like and that's why comes I think the Chargers with, takes it. Take after it. a while, though, you have to stop respecting the name Brady. You have to stop respecting yeah. the name Benatari and just see them for what they are in the now. But he has take a lot of money to and... pay off the riffs. He's got a shitload of money. Got, I mean, I it didn't work. But this the thing year. is, look, you got you got to still see that Brady. Uh, he's coming from a team with the best defense in the league, hands down. Yeah, the best coach of all time. Mm-hmm. Yep, is he They're really going receiving core? No weapons. No, no weapons. No weapons. I agree with that. But how are you going to move Brady from having a defense that bailed him out a lot this season, yeah. and having a coach that can scheme for him very well, and putting him into a, a different situation where he's just not going to have that same you know kind of uh, benefits? I just don't see it happening. I don't. I don't see him making a run. I don't see him going into the Cowboys and, and, mm-hmm. and like really. Uh, making so, a difference. So, do you really think he ends up in Tennessee more likely than staying in New England? Yeah, I think Belichick's smart enough to move on from him. I guess, uh, but that okay. So that'd then, be terrible if he took over Ryan so, Tannehill. So then, who takes over in New England? Uh, the who's their backup right now? Uh, it's the young guy. I'm forgetting his name, but he Jerry played, Stidham. Yeah, yeah, he, he wasn't good well. in he the preseason, okay. wasn't he? No, he played okay in the preseason. Okay, um, but he was like a fourth round pick. You don't know anything about guys, that guy. Because how many passes do you think Taysom Hill's completed over his career? Sixteen, right? Completed sixteen? I, I think it's sixteen for a regular season only. I think so. Man. I could be wrong. What do you think? Belichick would have so much fun with Taysom Hill. <laughs> six. He's completed six passes. Six for thirteen. I think it's maybe that. Do you think he has right. a passing touchdown? Yes. No, I don't think he does. Nope. No. One, he has one interception. He has a receiving. He has an interception. Oh, he's thrown an interception. Yeah. yeah. I thought he caught an interception, which honestly I would not put that past him. Yeah. That. Yeah. And he suffered two pretty bad injuries in college. One his freshman year was a, a knee, and then uh, he actually came back from that and, and ran for thirteen hundred and forty-four yards. And yeah. Could we possibly see a resurgence of Marcus Mariota in New England? No. No, probably. Marcus Mariota's not good. So I think I think I don't want to see it, but I think Mariota's going to end up in Chicago because I don't think Chicago wants to take a guy who comes in and says this is your team. Like mm-hmm. they're not going to obviously they're not going to go for Brady Breeze. I think it's I don't a pretty good Rivers. quarterback class. A good draft. It is. Yeah, I think, but the Bears don't have a ton of picks, especially early. I mean, they have two they have in the first? second. No, they don't have it. So last year, right? Without it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. They have two in the first. I think one in the third. Maybe not in the third, but I'm not sure. But yeah, there there is good options at quarterback there. I think the Bears take Mariota, maybe Andy Dalton, to kind of just push Trubisky. Not anybody who's going to come in there and immediately take over that job. But um, is the consensus that there's not that many deep quarterbacks though? Is it just like the top is really good? It I is. I think so it's just like the top three. four of them. Or yeah, like, four. With you, Tua. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't think about Tua. Yeah, so it's so, Joe Burrow, but that's kind of a wash at this point because we all know he's going to Cincinnati. Well, do you know what's going on with him and, and reportedly not wanting to go to Cincinnati? Good. I hope not. He so a couple a couple months ago he just said he's like I'll play for whoever's going to pay me the most and obviously that's the number one pick and all that stuff. And then recently he said that he wants to play for a team that has the mindset of winning. Like he wants to play for a team that wants to mm-hmm. win. And like a week before he said that, uh Carson Palmer said everybody knows that the Bengals aren't in it to win, they're in it for money. And so Carson Palmer's brother is what's his name? Any remember? Mm-mm. He is like Han- Handy. 
He is like a quarterback coach. Like he tried to play in uh, Jesse Palmer. He, he tried to play in the NFL, didn't work out, but he has been um, Joe Burrow's quarterback coach this offseason. So obviously the Palmer brothers talk, they talk to Joe Burrow, and now Joe Burrow seems less interested in playing for the Bengals, more interested in the Dolphins, hopefully, for him. That's what the report is. is the Dol- are the Dolphins a team that wants to win? The Dolphins have been building up. They have a lot of picks. Yeah, that Devontae Parker, man. They've they went they they've been going the Philadelphia 76ers way where they're just like, acknowledgingly being horrible mm-hmm. and then getting all these things. I mean, there so, were a lot of good young receivers this season. Yeah. That's what you need. You need a good young quarterback, receivers, and yeah. an offensive line. I don't know. Their offensive line is probably terrible, Not good. right? Dolphins, I mean, as – I mean, they – Ryan Fitzpatrick just fucked up the Dolphins' season by winning games. Like this he was my favorite. Yeah, I mean, he just – I mean, they had every intention of losing. Ryan Fitzpatrick just went out there and won games. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch. Yeah, we know. We know. <laughs> this list I'm looking at, there's quite a few deeper quarterbacks, I think. Like, for instance, Jalen Hurts, number yeah, number Hurts. eight overall quarterback. That's, I mean, really good runner. I don't know if he's that good of a passer. Everyone's a good passer at Oklahoma. It's yeah. the offense they run and the talent around him. If Jalen Hurts falls like the fourth, the Bears can go after Jalen Hurts. I like Steven Montez, too. I've gotten to watch him a he's lot because he's played Nebraska Colorado. Yep. Yeah. He's had he has really good receivers too. Uh, one of them is probably top three or four. That guy just they just diagnosed him with some very weird injury. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. He, I mean, they they said that he thinks he's going to be fine, but um, he just has to rest for like the next like three months. Okay. Just not. Yeah, I hope he's all right. Yeah. Hopefully. He wasn't quite himself this his senior season, Patience but he's warm. an amazing player if he's healthy. Jacob well, Eason, number six. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Jacob Eason. I, I've, I've watched him quite a bit. I don't like Jake Fromm either. It's the Nevada Fromm can't run, right? but he's all right. Jordan Love is his name? Jordan Love's Utah. number four. Utah. From Utah. I like Jordan it. Love. I actually Utah prefer State. Jordan Love over over uh, Justin Herbert from if Oregon. If somehow Jordan Love is there in the second round for the Bears, which I don't think he will because quarterbacks always just get overhyped in the lead up to the draft mm-hmm. and someone will reach on him or whatever it is. But if he was there at the Bears' second-round pick, I wouldn't be upset about it. A lot of mocks that I've seen have had the Colts taking Jordan Love at 13. See, 13 seems way too early. See, I agree, but if you're going to be the Colts and you're getting projected that Jordan Love pick, just trade back a bit. Exactly. Move to 18. Move Mm -hmm. to the mid-20s. He should be there for it. Because at that point in the draft, the quarterbacks are in the place. They're they're a mid-tier to above-average team that isn't looking to upgrade. Yeah, but I mean, if we're really looking at the draft, like I've – Admittedly, I've I've watched or looked at a few mock drafts, but we haven't even hit free agency. I mean, I like know. a lot of these teams, like Ugh. say the Dolphins or say maybe even Cincinnati. Yeah, they they could they could get their guy. I mean, what what happens if Brady goes to Cincinnati? Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Well, I mean, why but not? No, but you know what I mean. Like they, then they get Brady's Chase Young going into a Super Bowl contender. Okay, sure. Okay, but no, I understand. You what know you're what I mean? Saying. Like they, they can go, go get Winston. Yeah, they can Something go get Bridgewater. Like yeah, for sure. And then that's their quarterback, and then they go for Chase Young, yep. which, in my opinion, like I said, that's the, changes the their whole team. Right, changes their whole team for sure. Do you guys recognize the name uh, DeAndre Francois? Yes. Uh, so, LSU. I think he played at Florida State for a while. He hasn't played oh, since 2018. I, I saw him in his draft class, and I was like, what? I remember him at Florida State a while ago. Yeah, I but think I he guess, was hurt this last season. I think he got hurt, and then he – this says Hampton, so I think he played at a junior college or something. Maybe. But he's the 15th overall. And I'm See, reading, like, the just... scouting report, and he was an early-round talent, like, as a young player at, Fran- at Florida State. So. See, that's where I just want the Bears to just take, like, 
a fifth or sixth round gamble. Just throw it and just yeah. find out what happens. Maybe you get lucky. You get Especially a Tom Brady someone type that's a good athlete, like, like someone that can run. Yeah, exactly. No, for sure. So, um, anything else before we wind down with what we the uh, what we like, what we don't like no. of the of the week? Let's do it. Go ahead. All right, I'll start. I have more that I don't like this week, to be completely honest. Um, the one thing I do like this week was what John, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo said about having his first child. Mm-hmm. Um, he had his first kid. Congratulations to him. Uh, a reporter asked him, like, what do you think it's going to do to your game? Do you think it's going to change anything? And I don't know if you guys remember this. During the NBA Finals last year, Fred Van Vliet had a kid, like, during the Finals. And after that was basically unstoppable for the Raptors. He said something along the lines of, well, if it has the same effect uh, that it had on Van Vliet, then we're probably going to win a championship. So I appreciate the acknowledgement on Giannis and just being aware that children are probably going to bring dubs. It's true. You know? Mm -hmm. It's a big thing in golf. Like, I'm always all in on that in golf. On golf? Um, It depends on the person. That makes sense. In golf, it's like more that uh, white dude mentality that finds a lot of pride in having a kid. Yeah, I can see that. So, on the flip side, that's the only thing I like this week. On the flip side of Giannis, what I don't like is actually about him as well. Um, it's his judgment in NBA players. I don't know if you yes, saw, saw that. the NBA All-Star team because they um, they changed how they pick teams now. So, it's team captains and it's basically just team Giannis versus team LeBron. And I'm pulling up the rosters here in a second. And um, Team LeBron is absolutely stacked. So what I don't like is actually with Giannis as well. I don't know if you guys saw uh, Giannis's uh, all-star team versus LeBron's all-star team. They obviously changed up the format a couple years ago where it's basically just like a fantasy draft now. So Giannis's judgment on picking players makes absolutely no sense. Compare these two teams. LeBron, LeBron's team, LeBron, Anthony Davis, Kawhi, Luka Doncic, James Harden, Damian Lillard, Ben Simmons, Nikola Jokic, Jason Tatum, Chris Paul, Westbrook, DeMontis Sabonis. Stacked. Pretty nice. I mean, yep. it's an all-star team. Yeah, it's, it's always super mm-hmm. stacked on yeah. both sides. So let's but see. Giannis, Giannis, Joel Embiid, Pascal Siakam, Kemba Walker, Trey Young, Chris Middleton, Bam Adebayo, Rudy Gobert, Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, Brian, Brandon Ingram, Donovan Mitchell. I mean that's a the clear worse. that's a clear A team versus B team. Yeah. 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 So but you're undervaluing guys like Bam Adebayo. Absolutely. Who's the shit? No, like, he's, he's very good, good, but he's also a rookie. No, he's like third year. Is he a third year? Something like that. It might just be. He's gonna second. be. I think it's his third. Though. He's gonna be probably the NBA's most improved player this year. I mean he's been. Yeah, I wonder who will be. He's been like a revelation on, with them. Early on, the consensus was Devonte Graham. I think yeah. Luka Doncic was up there too. But I mean, Luka Doncic went from All Star to MVP level. Like, yeah. like people didn't know who Bam Adebayo was last right. year. And that's why Devonte Graham was my same with Devonte sure. Graham. Yeah. But he's kind of stepped back a little bit. However, I wonder how he's doing. I'm going to check right now because Terry Rozier's out tonight. Therefore, Devonte Graham is getting Probably all the usage. Some good run. Oh yeah. Let's see here. I like Devonte Graham a lot, but he has kind of slowed down a little bit. While Lincoln finds the Devontae Graham uh, stats for the evening, I'll continue my what I don't like. One more for me. Um, the MLB leaked uh, the new playoff format that they want to implement now. Um, for me, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It's very convoluted and super, 
super confusing. So they're adding one more team from each division, the AL and the NL. The number one seed gets a bye, and then the number two seed gets to pick the team they play. But they're not actually doing that, right? The, the, they want to implement it in 2021. They're okay. very, very serious I thought it was just an idea. I mean, Rob Manfred, the commissioner, he basically leaked it. Yeah. Like, he was the one behind that. Sheesh. And so the one, the two seed, three seed, and four seed get to pick their opponents. Yeah. And then the opening round, I believe, is a best of three, which I am glad they got rid of that one game wild card just because baseball is, if you have a 162-game season, you boil it down to one game, it just doesn't feel right. But... So it's a three-game series, but all three games are going to be played at the better team's ballpark. Wow. Yeah. Seems strange to me. Not fair at all. And I mean, especially in baseball, yeah, where there's, it's give so them easy one to game. analyze everything. All these these hitters know like the pitchers they can hit off of. Exactly. And, and what teams they match up best against. So. And so, I mean, one of the issues I think that is genuinely wrong with baseball, it's not a hot take by any means, I don't think, is that it's just too long it's 162 games and now we're adding even more games and so it, it used to be the hunt for october the world series is already in november and so we're probably going to be mid to late november by the time the whole season's wrapped up for me they just i, I don't know why they're doing it. i feel like they're just trying to market baseball in a different way but there's just better ways they can be marketing baseball it yeah what are the ways uh, more home so, runs. More home runs. So Trevor Bauer, who's mm. a pre- a pitcher for um, the Reds. He, He's always he, pissed. Yeah, always pissed. Did you see the video he posted last <laughs> night? No, I didn't see the video. It's I, about this. I'll, I'll show it to you I've after the pod. It's great. But he's he made a, a really great point where the MLB has very strict um, copyright policies. So if I were to post like a video of like somebody hitting a big home run or catching Mm -hmm. a a diving catch or whatever mlb is actively watching that and taking it down like instantly where so trevor bauer he was like if steph curry does like a long bounce pass five minutes later it's on twitter with 1.5 million views Mm -hmm. it's like that's how you grow the game by letting people share the game yeah he was like if mike trout the best player in the game robs a home run i can't post that on twitter i have to wait until sports center that night to see it or i have to wait until like my team posts it like yeah. it just doesn't make sense they there's better ways they can be promoting players and adding yeah. baseball games isn't going to help i don't think yeah i agree with that that's probably adding more baseball games is just ridiculous yeah idea. if they cut it by 10 15 20 games or something like that yeah. i mean that would make it better i think i, I another thing i feel like what helps football and what helps basketball is like these players like they have very very strong personalities like, they're marketable for sure right like the but, players yeah but what i'm saying is like baseball like you have your you know you have your few guys that are like you want to follow like big personalities but i mean it's nowhere near as big as like as uh, football or basketball and i kind of feel like it, it goes along with the sport like footballs and basketball are way more flashy where you know yeah. baseball is a little it's, it's definitely burnt. slower yeah so I don't like, know. Speaking of football, real quick, you know, Pro Football Doc on Twitter, David Chow. Mm-mm. Yeah, if, if y'all don't oh, follow yes. him, you should follow him. Like, he always analyzes injuries live, and he's almost always right. And he's mm-hmm. super good. He used to work for the Chargers. Uh, but he proposed an idea for a schedule change in the NFL today. I think he probably, it's a long standing. Yeah, this article was posted in 2017. But he thinks that they should take away one preseason game, which I agree with, mm-hmm. and At then least um, one. add one more buy. So there's two buys. Yeah. For the health of the players. 
So I like the idea of that. Perfect idea. Yeah. The the NFL CBA is pushing for a 17 game season now. Yeah. So that I think I think what they would do is they'd get rid of two uh, preseason games and then add one more, and they would also be adding that bye week. And right. I think why that's so great is because there's more sh- revenue. They're obviously more mm. revenue. They're shooting for uh, the Super Bowl to be on President's Day weekend. So. Mm. President's Day, every, everybody's off on Monday, and it's really like a national holiday where it's the Super Bowl, and then you have the day off. Because I mean, everybody bitches and complains about having to, to go work to on work Monday. The next day. It's like one of the most called-off days, like in the, in the country. It's mm-hmm. kind of silly. <laughs> Maybe but. we should just move President's Day up. I guess. Yeah, football <laughs> is more important. If anybody knows, like when President's Day is, like what is it? I don't know. Exactly. It's coming up. I think it's actually. It might be this Monday. But I think I mean if they're trying to have the Super Bowl, yeah, land no, on I, I, I get what that's you mean. That's what I'm trying to line it up in my head. But but that's all all for me. Okay. Lincoln, do you want to go? Josh, oh, yeah, you go? I was just gonna say one thing um, about Lil Wayne. He, there's that one song where he says, um, "She saw me cooking mess. She she thought I was back at it. She rhymes back at it with crack at it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't know mess. what you're talking about. But he says he says cooking eggs. I looked it up today. I couldn't believe it. What? What? He says cooking eggs. I thought what, he said cooking what, meth. What, why would you think he's saying? Yeah, why would it's you say think meth and then meth. crack addict? That's, that's what drugs. it sounds like. It says like what? Um, what? She like Wayne a crack addict. She saw me cooking meth. She thought I was back at it. That's what I thought. Yeah, but that's why two would she? Drugs. Be, but but, but, but for what, about is, what she was doing, what he was doing. But for what it's worth, it makes sense things. for you to be confused because why is she eggs worried is about him too. being back at it if it's just eggs? Yeah, it's just eggs. I think it's bullshit, man. They're talking about like fertilizing her pussy. They do that stuff sometimes. They'll change the lyrics. I changed my lyrics on one on one song. I mean, yeah, I can't cre- tell. It's your creative right to do it. about it, but sure you can. No, I can't tell them, man. God. They'll know. They'll know who I am. They'll stalk you. That's the you. biggest mystery on the show. The biggest yeah. secret. Who is Lincoln? <laughs> Lincoln who? Kreffels. Kreffels. Of course. Google oh, okay. it. It's there. Not. It's not. You think they could find you by Kreffels? Have you looked it up? I feel like you you probably done your Google search. Don't give people ideas, guys. I'm on Come it. on, Lincoln. Nobody wants to know who I am. C R E F L T S. C R E F E L T. No, you can't find him. No, nope. it's asking me if I meant Lincoln credits. Sweet. That's Incognito, what I'm about, baby. Lincoln. So you got yeah. you got anything you like or don't like? That's oh. something you like. Yeah, I like, like that he's cooking eggs instead of meth. That's great. Yeah, obviously. I definitely for like the that. children. Oh, I also um. Like that one song that goes, uh, it's like, Let me in, I'm trying to fuck! The Mark Rubelay song. Yeah, that yeah. one, dude. I like that song, too. Are we, are, we, are we doing our outro with that today? Yes. Actually, I'll play it right now. And I just know when I can feel it, yo, they're having sex. And I, uh, You should have pulled, told me to pull up the tweet. I would have been ready, man. I'd have been ready for it. Oh, no, we're listening okay. to it ready. No, I hear it. I hear it for sure. Yeah, we just played it. We all listened to it together. Yep. 
Uh-huh. Everybody come to Bonnaroo this year. Mark Rebele is going to be there. Mm. It was the what if we just shit. have like a sit-down desk at Bonnaroo where we're just recording our pod? Do they it, do that there? Uh, we just find an outlet. I mean, it wouldn't need. be that hard. You don't even need an outlet. You see, there's generators all over the place. It'd be really loud. Bro, I do like that guy, though. He's very he's creative. He, he's I think you, you said he's, he's like, I'm pretty sure he went to some fancy-smancy yeah. art school. Yeah, I wonder if he I, did. I completely agree. Yeah. He's, he's definitely good at what he does. It's a definitely... A weird style of music. No, I like him though. I need to buy. I'm excited to see him. Yeah, looping. Yeah, it's all, it's all looping. Thing. Have you ever listened no. to Tosh Sultana? I haven't. Oh great. yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, I listened to one yeah. thing. Right. So it's a chick. She's great from Australia. I think she's I listened right. to one thing and it was, I thought it was pretty bad, but there might be a lot of good stuff. She's out very there. good. Because everybody said she was amazing live, and yeah. I wonder if the, maybe the live performance. Is I mean, better. she just loops all of her own shit. I, I, I think my, my main problem isn't so much with Tosh Sultana, but it's a lot about their fans where they're like looping is insane, but it's like this has been going. Yeah. It's on. been done. Yeah, this has yeah. been happening for years. I got my like, loop pedal in middle school, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like uh, like a Tel Aviv, El Ten Eleven. El Ten Eleven. I loved it. That's the, probably who inspired me the most. Right too. about looping, they're so good yeah. at that. Or Minus yeah. the Bear, like they loop so yeah. much. And then, mm-hmm. like, what was it, like three, four years ago when Tosh was coming out, like getting really yeah. popular? She hasn't done like, much lately, honestly. Yeah, but people were like, oh my God, looping. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, we know. <laughs> we're aware. She's just doing it in a different genre than someone like Minus the Bear. Right. Or I, like I get that. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I, I think that's why, like, I have problems with, like, a lot of things. And it's mostly, like, the fans more than anything else. Maybe that's why I hate the Cowboys or the Patriots. Kishibashi? Don't think that I have. You mm-hmm. badass. Check it out. Hey, he lo- loops everything too. Actually, he probably has a band now. He's a lot bigger, but mm. he can play violin, guitar, and a lot of stuff. He's awesome. Cool, cool. Actually, it's kind of like Andrew Bird. Have you ever listened to Andrew Bird? Mm-mm. I remember my roommate in college was a violin. big Andrew Bird fan. He's an amazing whistler. So mm. that's his two best skills: whistling and violin. I'm not very good. Is uh, is the bird part good. like his real last name, or is that like just a gimmick with his whistling? What do you mean? I'm sorry, what? I think the Andrew Bird. Oh, yeah. It's not his real name, I don't think. I yeah, would, but I think I can pick that name because he whistles. Probably so, yeah. Probably so. Makes Makes a lot of his mouth. He's an okay sense. singer. He's all right. Yeah? I have this one song that goes... You have this song? That's really beautiful. Yeah. That was it's your that song? exact whistle. Yeah. So if you guys play that back into... No, I don't, like, think, uh, I don't think a program can do that. I think it can. That's kind of like the actual pro- recording. With the, with the name Lincoln Kreffoltz attached again. to it? Do it again. I don't know how you find a search engine. Can you do it again? Like... No, he um, doesn't have to do it again. Hey, Shazam, what song is this? Exactly. Nah, they're not going to know, dude. It's Nickelback. Sometimes you it works me. at concerts, and I think that means that they're actually like playing along to a track that's their song. That makes sense. But maybe not. I'm not sure. Some of those things are maybe more accurate now. Yeah. Yeah, but I've always wanted that to exist because, like, a lot of times I'll only remember the melody and not the words to a song. Because if you can, if you can remember some lyrics, then you can look up lyrics. And yeah, find just the song. any one line of a song. That's crazy, right? But sometimes yeah. I don't know any of the words and just the melodies in my head, and I have no way to figure it out. Yeah, you so can hum it to, to your to your song. I think you can on Shazam. Yeah, yeah. wow, pretty sure. I've, I remember trying that back in the day and, and not work. Because yeah. remember, like, even if you're kind of far away, it won't work. You know? yeah. yeah, it got it got a lot better. Yeah, that's what's up. That's kind of scary. So, something I like, and y'all are going to be very shocked that I'm saying I like this, but Andrew Yang dropped out. It's responsible of him. Right. I agree with that, and the reason why I like it, not, you know, I'm definitely disappointed that he's not getting the nomination, you but... Like money? I'm sorry? You don't like 12 grand? I, I do. I love 12 Would've grand. Would have been nice. But what I'm saying is, if there's one thing I respect about a, a person the most, it's self-awareness. Uh, you know, if you're self-aware enough to, like, know when to stop... 
I respect you more. What's your time? When's your time? What's not your exactly. time? Exactly. Or just like in general, like, you know, like, uh, like, you know, you know, with, with music or something like there's a lot of people out there that release stuff and they think they're great. And when it's really bad, uh, but there's a lot of people who I think are better when they're self-aware. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that's, how, know, you, that's, that's how you improve. Yeah, uh, so, however, that matters less and less because it's kind of quantity over quality these days with like the singles world. That right. We're living. So I mean, I get that, but also really like, but no, yeah. People who are going to be, uh, especially self- people that we respect. Right. You know? So people, yeah. exactly. If you're going to be a well-respected person or, or, or a musician or, or any kind of artist, uh, you know, maybe this, you know, this person who's going out on a limb is going to have maybe one hit, but the consistency is going to be there with the person who is uh, more self-aware, in my opinion. Yeah. So I respect Yang for dropping out when he did. He clearly wasn't going to get there. And if he really stuck it out more months, you know, I'd have been like, okay, guy, you know, like so you're not you, getting it. Give it up. After Andrew Iowa, Yang couldn't get there, though, how, how but... do you get there? How do you get, if Andrew couldn't do it, how do you get there, man? I mean, well, he, I think, I mean, just in terms of his, like, his platform that he was running on was universal basic income, obviously. And, I think I, I heard last night it was like before Andrew Yang was like a thing basically, mm-hmm. the the response to that was like three percent positive, and now it's over like forty percent positive mm-hmm. for that. So I mean, obviously he wasn't gonna win or anything like that, but he made a difference. Mm-hmm. He he got uh, an issue more to the forefront of society. So I so mean, that's he, his main platform. What what other candidate can get the population to be forty percent positive? Well, Andrew Yang's forty-five. Man. The, th- the thing about Yang is like he brings out a lot of of real issues when it comes to like factories or, or customer service jobs, and it's like I, I think uh, Joe Rogan said this on on one of his podcasts uh, where he said he, that Andrew Yang is like the next Paul Revere. You know, yeah. he's just like out here going, you know, like, yeah. hey, listen to the robots, like they're gonna take over. One of the cool things I've heard though is. Um... I can't remember which one it was, but it was one of the the higher ranking Democratic nominees. They said that if they uh, were to win office, that they would try to hire Andrew Yang in a new position called the CTO of like in the White House, the chief technical officer. I think that was Warren. It might have been Warren. Yeah. So someone who is aware, it's like this is a different world we live in where technology is. I mean, it it arguably corrupted our last election you know Mm -hmm. like we need people who know what they're doing in these places and the fact that that's not a position in something like the white house is kind of ridiculous yeah i mean if you really look at you know amazon google all of these companies that are not paying taxes and and it's really it's just a robots that are really running the whole company and that's why people are getting laid off we need elections for the heads of these corporations yeah yeah. I agree. And then that's why that's why I disagreed with somebody like Bernie who was like, oh, we need to attack Wall Street. We need to attack the 1%. Where Yang was like, well, I mean, if we cut it at the source of people who are paying these people, mm-hmm. then we will actually hit them where it hurts. Because yeah. at the we'll same time, if, if you're hitting the 1%, that might cycle out, but there's always going to be the company there that is going to pay any kind of lackey to be in there. So yeah. You need him at the root, which is why I loved Yang so much. But oh, well. Um Something else that I that I liked. Uh, he just has to file a lawsuit uh, to Amazon, these giant corporations, and put a stipulation in there that the winnings gets redistributed to the public. There you go. I'll sign it. Yeah. I'll sign it. Come on. Uh, something else that I liked. Uh, Andrew Luck is coming back out of retirement. I don't know if you guys saw breaking news of the night. Breaking that we didn't news know about. of myself. Uh, First reported by Jim Irsay. Jim Irsay. So I don't know if you guys saw it. Actually, I know I sent these to you. Uh, Jim Irsay released a 
weird string of tweets where he uh, let me pull him up. He here was really on pills, quick. like pretty yeah, unquestionable. He might have been. But he puts Colts Nation. The horseshoe is good luck, capital L. Between 2006 to 2012, which th this next part is irrelevant, so I'll just skip. He goes, as Dylan says, we can't help it if we're lucky with the capital L. Who's Dylan? Bob Dylan. Okay. Uh, Obviously. And then, yeah. And then his next tweet was, be careful when and where you use capital letters. They can be misconstrued. Hmm. And then his last tweet is, a nod, a nod's as good as a wink to a blind man, which is, those last two are probably lyrics. But now my main well, argument. What he really prefers. What? What does he like better than nod of the wink? Well, that's what man? he's saying. He's like, the idea of a blind man is that, or at least the way I interpreted it, was that we Doesn't can't matter. see Ursay, so he's nodding the, at us. It's all the same. Right. Yeah. So his yeah, initial man. one, I remember reading it for the first time and thinking, well, you know, he was trying to say good luck, but his phone probably autocorrects luck to capital luck. Yeah. But then he did it again. Andrew, right. But then again, he did Welcome it again. Welcome to the conversation, Lincoln. What? <laughs> Andrew? He, he did it again when he said lucky. Which, yes. he, which would not have any reason to be capitalized. So he must have capitalized that on his own. Definitely. He's implementing, he's implying, he's implying that Andrew Luck will be making a comeback to the Indianapolis Colts next year. Who's Andrew Luck? Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, so that's something I liked. Uh, something you lucked. Loved. <laughs> Some, now, I'm not going to say anything I don't like because I think we're running a little late on yeah. time here. But what about Swag Kelly? Is this bad news for him? Yes. Uh, Unlucky. Yeah. Okay, but dude, they should name him Chad Unlucky, dude, for real. Yeah, he hasn't really had many chances. He's been the best quarterback in the NFL for his whole career. He has and not had many chances. He's played in the NFL. So, I'll stop you because I didn't do this because this is supposed to be your thing. The Oscars. You didn't talk about the Oscars. That's actually at all. my next one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That I was thought you were done. My apologies. No, 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 I am not done. Okay. I am no. not done. Ursay was Please. clearly wasted, right? He might have been, yes. But he then again, he was, popping pills he was uh, coherent enough to make a tweet saying, pay attention to capital letters. So he was focused enough to tweet that. Definitely. Or his, his assistant was focused right. enough, probably. Uh, so I'm just going to say what I don't like really quick so I can yeah. actually get into depth. Uh, I'm, as you guys know, I'm a big mommy. And that is on a big, big fat mommy. I'm a big time Your Mom's House podcast fan. Second best podcast after ours. Uh, and this guy that I love, uh, a recurring joke video guy that they were a meme, uh, Fed Smoker. He recently passed away. He passed away on Monday. Uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Fed Smoker. Uh, apparently he it was a overdose from what I hear, which is very unfortunate. But uh, epidemic man. Yep. I I, I know. It's one of these crazy people that you follow. Yeah, it's unfortunate. So, did your fascination with these people stem from the Mommy Podcast? Yeah, well, I mean, you definitely introduced them to me, but I've always been interested in very bizarre people. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I, me too. You know, I, I enjoy it. Crazy, I, I want to know the weird people of the world that record that's... themselves and put it all over the mm -hmm. internet. So there's Strange a guy thing. that I worked with at the Nut Factory. They could definitely have probably an entire series yeah. dedicated to him. Those people were very bizarre, naturally there. bizarre, yeah. which I really like. Yeah, uh, they don't I, even I don't know like they're fake, weird. Yeah, I don't like fake like Austin. Um, um, quirky people, get out of here. Yeah, it's no, so it's so like it's not genuine. Yeah, yeah. These this people are just weird. So going back weird. to being self-aware, I like it when you're not self-aware if you're being weird. There you go. But there you go. See, if you're self-awarely weird, get out of here. Yeah. You're, try, you're a try-hard. Exactly. You're a try -hard. So for me personally, this podcast is dedicated to Fed Smoker R.I.P. R.I.P. Fed Smoker. And uh, something I loved. So back, you know, just going to end it with, a, with myself on a positive. A parasite sweeping on Everything. Sunday. Everything. Everything. Best original screenplay. 
Uh, Lincoln, you seen Parasite yet? I saw the first ten minutes with poor <laughs> subtitles for yeah, the you third need to find time. It. You need Come to find on it. this Lincoln. podcast. It's on Amazon. Find it. It's on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I, yeah, oh yeah, it's on Amazon Prime now. I'm just going to watch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, so uh, it won Best Original Screenplay, Best International Film, which they recently changed it from foreign I like, language. I didn't to notice that until they pointed that out. I like mm-hmm. that. That was good. And then Bong Joon Ho won Best Director, and Parasite won Best Picture. So the same guy that kicks the onside kick. Yep. Swept yep. At, at the, the Oscars. You believe that? Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. No, but it was well deserved. Yeah, I, I best um, movie. I not my favorite movie of the year, but I'd say for sure most people. Mine, yeah, mine for sure. And uh I I I saw a lot of very bizarre uh like tweets after it, which I thought yeah. was very weird. Yeah, that one that I saw, I think maybe you retweeted it or commented or something. That's how it popped up in my feed. Which is like almost seemed ridiculous and stupid. It was just saying that he wasn't being respectful for speaking Korean while accepting. Oh the yeah, that one guy, and then he said these people are going to be the end, the death to America yeah, or something like that. That guy which was trolling, insane. right? That was ridiculous. I, must have been. For, I hope. See, yeah. I hope he was, but yeah. I don't think he was. Yeah, he probably I, wasn't. Yeah, yeah, I mean, didn't show any signs of mm-hmm. trolling. But, but there was that, this, there was this one guy, and I don't want to name him because I don't want to give anybody any any reason to go out and seek him. But he was going crazy about. I know exactly who you're talking. Did about. I show you? The, did I? I think it I came up it. in my feed. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy was very upset. That Parasite won because it's an international movie. So since it won Best International Film, it should not be eligible for Best Picture, best picture yep. which is dumb. But I will say I agree with him in the fact that there shouldn't be two separate categories. It should be one. Either you're the best or you're not. But this guy was saying, no, like we don't put our films into your awards, which that's a lie. They do. False. Yeah. And he also said, it's not like you're seeing us putting 1917 into uh, different festivals. Which, two things. One, 1917 is a European film. British, yeah. It's a British film. So, I mean, just the fact that they're speaking English, yeah. he thought it was American. Doesn't make it American. So, what an idiot. I wonder if a Canadian film will ever win Best Foreign Film. Um, it, it definitely could. It could. I mean, they, could. They, have a, they have a big... People would, people would have an irrational riot. So, Canada they, has a big yeah, uh, short film mm-hmm. kind of like company. That, that I think two years ago, they had two short films in for Best, best Short, which I thought was very impressive. Yeah. Hey guys, what do you think the budget was for Parasite? 80 million. Not a lot. Less than that. Like 25. 13.5 billion. No. Korean. Korean. So what's that American? It's 11 million. Wow. Wow. That's. I I said 13. That's not a lot of money. That's not. Very nothing. I mean, it was a very simple set. Yeah. I think they they built the house. Just that one house, right? Yeah, they built it. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing I'll talk about really quick with Parasite, because I, I, I mean, I'm just overly happy about it. I feel like I, I'm just going to get repetitive if I talk about the Oscars. But something I didn't like, I think it was around Tuesday when I saw a lot of people going into an argument on Twitter whether uh, foreign films should be subbed or dubbed, which I think is silly. No. Oh, it should be not. subtitled. Yeah, for yes. sure. And, and, that's just lazy. You're right. That's yeah. so lazy. And and there was even that uh, that reporter on the red carpet before the Oscars that asked Bong Joon-ho, why didn't you make it in English? Well, I, I mean, I was... Bong Joon-ho should have walked away. Yeah, what a really, stupid thing to say. Really, the only reason is if I mean, you have eye problems, I guess. You know, I guess. I know there's some people, like maybe old people that can't read subtitles. Okay, but you or... can still... I mean, I guess, but like... Yeah. In that sense, sure. Right. But there's a lot of people who are deaf... But don't have it hear. be yeah. the the theater run version mm-hmm. of Parasite, 
Yeah, it completely like, we should destroys dub it. it for me when yeah. there's dubbed over versions. Yeah, because it, it, it looks so fake. The models don't line up. No, not, not even yeah. close. Yeah. yeah, and it just doesn't work. It's like a different yeah. language, and they're I don't know. The inflections are all different. The comedy mm -hmm. doesn't. work It builds the same. a different character to the movie. You're right. I yeah. mean, the voice itself is so different. Like no you know, language the, translates perfectly. That's the problem with yeah. subtitles in general. Yeah. And, and I think the sad thing is that uh, you know Americans are so, uh, I guess, fortunate enough or spoiled to be able to like even say like yeah we should dub it i mean there's a lot of countries that don't have the money to be able to dub every single movie i know they did it with frozen but i mean disney yeah. is such a that's, massive that's company. disney money that's different yeah. exactly like, they're able to dub it for different countries for you know for their audiences but i mean how many foreign films are able to do that for every single like it, it, you know you just can't do it when you have such a small budget like you said 11 million yeah it's it, a lot of money to get voice actors and all that for every single language that's Box office money. at uh, 176 million right now. That's amazing. And it's gonna go crazy now. They won. They swept the. They're putting it back in theaters. I was gonna say that. Oh, wow. I'm sure they are. Yeah. They normally do on Best Picture. So they'll probably take it off Amazon then, right? Or, or no, no, they're gonna keep it there. there. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I guess they signed a deal for. Yeah, yeah I'm very happy for them. Obviously, uh, I well mean, deserved. It, it's, it's amazing. I think in the last. Doesn't it kind of restore your your faith in humanity a little bit? It restores my faith in the Oscars. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. A little bit at least. I think the biggest yeah. Yeah, show in the world still honors actually the best film. Yeah. Well, I mean, they had Which it I don't, for like... You can't really say still. It's like finally. They yes. Do, you know? I know. For a lot of years, like I felt it's like they were honoring... It's better the last few years, which I think the Grammys have too. Have they? I haven't I, haven't I mean, I still the think Grammys. they're terrible. They're not nearly yeah. as good as what the Oscars represent today, I think. But like, yeah. So what won last year at the Oscars? Green Book, which Green I didn't watch. He Green said Book was good. good. Is it best yeah. picture? Mm, it wasn't who I want. I can't remember who was up for best picture I was I was rooting for Roma last year. How about the year? Oh, okay, so Roma did well though, at least, and that's yeah. good. Yeah, I guess just best foreign film is all they got. That's the one. Yeah, that's all they got. Yeah, and best director. Okay, so yeah, it's awesome. You know, what's crazy is that I think in the last five to six years, maybe since 2014, uh, Alfonso Cuarón won it, or he might have won it for Gravity, I believe, and then Gonzalez Inarritu he won it for Birdman and The Revenant back to back. I love Birdman. Yeah, uh, me too. And then I think Damien Chazelle won it for La La Land. And then after that, it was Never saw it. Guillermo del Toro for The Shape of Water, Alfonso Cuarón for Roma, and then now another foreign director being Bong Joon-ho. So the foreign awesome. filmmakers have actually been taking that best director for, for uh, quite a few years now. It's, it's pretty nice. They rightfully should. I mean, there's way more of them. And yeah. it's not like it's a new technology anymore, you know? Yeah. So I love I love plenty foreign of time films. to catch up with yeah. the world I don't film. know who I wanted to win last year. Maybe I want a Green Book. Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Black Panther, Black Klansman, Green Book, Vice, Stars Born, Roma. I probably want it like Vice or something like that. Yeah, my was dead set on Roma. Maybe Roma though. I, I mean, love Roma. I actually rewatched it Roma right after was really I was good. at your house. I haven't seen it. Oh, nice. But, Which uh, was funny because Mia was watching Love Island while I was watching Roma. Yeah, two basically the same. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that just about wraps it up for myself. Anything else you guys want to dive into before we uh, say goodbye for the week? I don't think so, man. I think we're good. Love you guys as always. As good Sweet as peace. always, guys. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm. uh, rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. I don't think I ever say that. So yeah, rate, review, subscribe. Leave, we should probably say that stuff at the very beginning. Yeah, you know? we probably should. I'll Nobody go. gets here. All right, just cut cut that last ten seconds and also put it at the beginning. Hey, okay. okay. Our, our sound editor, Lincoln Kreffel. Actually, I should just make a song for our intro that has us like in the song. Cool, Lincoln. Says the film room. Looking forward to the, the song being posted tonight. The film room podcast. Okay, don't. No? That's not part of it, though.
Okay, I'll work on it. We'll figure it out. I'll, All right. Well, in the meantime, guys, follow like me it. on my it, personal account, Thomas underscore Barry. Follow Josh at Josh underscore second. Or Lincoln at Lincoln DFS. You can follow all of our uh, content on uh, Twitter and Instagram uh, at the film RM. Uh, until next time, guys, take it easy. Bye. Let me in, I'm trying to fuck. Let me in, I'm trying to fuck.